unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. I don't know. Everything that I was, all of my questions that I had about theology, about religion were being answered. Yeah. Every time I opened the Book of Mormon or the Doctrine of Covenants, it would all be answered. And I'm like, wow. Like, I always wondered, did people become angels or like, what is, what is going on there? And Doctrine of Covenants has some answers uh, saying that angels, you know, I don't know. I don't have to tell you, but <laughs> angels are like glorified beings as well. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Saints Unscripted. We are here with Zach Black, right? That's yeah. Your name. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I'm. And I'm I'm pretty unfamiliar with you. We just started talking right now. I've read a little bit about your story, um, but I try when I read people's stories, I try to kind of recycle them pretty quickly um, because I want to hear it from you. So right. I'm excited to hear your story. Um, and and uh, if I understand correctly, you are not currently a Latter Day Saint. Uh, I'm not uh, an official member, but I've been reading the Book of Mormon, um, Doctrine of Covenants, and Pearl of Great Price for around four or five months now. Okay. Um, I've been moving around a lot in my life, so I haven't really had a chance to settle down on one church. Okay. But I've talked I've talked to missionaries, um, got introduced by somebody I know. And uh, we had really good conversations, and it kind of vibed with what I was missing in my um, theological search. Okay, so so let's get into that then. Uh, tell us tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us how old you are, if you're going to school, or or what's going on in your life, and uh, and then let's get into kind of your your spiritual journey. Cool. Um, I'm 26 years old. I have gone in and out of college. I've had a rough time staying in. Um, but I plan on going back in the spring for philosophy and psychology. So I, I, I want to be a chaplain. Um, that's a pretty big thing to want to be, uh, cause it takes like six years. So, I mean, it's a goal. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of starting late in the whole college game. <laughs> what uh, school are you wanting to go to? So I want to go to first a community college in my hometown, um, I live in Southwest Washington and, um, I want to get my bachelor's in or at BYU. Okay. So, uh, what, because I figured, it, what was that? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, cause I, I kind of figured, you know, if I'm going to be a chaplain and like, if I'm going to help people, I want to do it in the right philosophical lens. So I, if I'm going to be a Mormon like an official Mormon getting baptized and everything. I, I want to be in the right mindset. You know, I, I want to um, make sure that I'm going to be telling people the right things. And so, um, and I'm always interested in like learning new philosophies and learning new um, theo theological um, practices. So the Mormons for me is probably the best theological movement I've ever seen. So. Hey, uh, I did not pay you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so okay so you said you're southwest washington what uh town are you in if i want okay is that close to tri-cities no uh you know what's funny is i actually lived near tri-cities not too long ago um okay. i was living in 
Washington and I just moved back to oh, Southwest. South, Southwest. I got my directions wrong. Okay. Oh, oh I'm from pocket. I'm from Hermiston, Oregon. So Oh, really? Just across I just, the river. I just passed through Hermiston. Like yeah, well, that's days. that's what you do with Hermiston. You pass through and <laughs> that's it. So Anyway, so have you seen our episode we did on uh, with a chaplain as a guest? I did. I just watched that like a few days ago. I thought okay. it was really, uh, really cool. You know, I wanted to go in the military, but my um, my mental health issues kind of got in the way of that. Mm. Okay. Um. So so then let's let's go back then and talk about kind of your uh, religious background. Where you're you're interested in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints? You've been reading up on it. Uh, you've been watching our videos, I think, I hope. Um, yeah. <laughs> what what sparked your interest? So, uh, oh, man. Um, so I grew up pretty, um, I didn't go to church as a, as a kid, really, until I was about 14. My mom told me when I was a kid that I could just talk to God. She called him God the Father, which I think is interesting. Uh, she's not a Mormon. She never knew anything about Mormon theology, but a lot of her beliefs kind of match up with the Mormon beliefs. And I think that's interesting, but um, I keep saying Mormon. I mean, Latter-day Saint, I apologize for that. You're it's fine. kind of a habit. Okay, cool. Um, but you know, I, I grew up with a lot of um, anxiety and I would pray to God all the time and I felt a deep connection with them. And uh, I was baptized in the Baptist church when I was about 14. Um, I fell out of it like a year later. Uh, started smoking marijuana. I started drinking. I started doing all the bad stuff you're not supposed to do. I got in with the wrong people and, uh, you know, I was lost for quite some time. I, I became an atheist. Um, and then I became a Buddhist and then I became a Hindu and then I became, um, all these different philosophies. I was looking into all these different religions I was looking into. And I, uh, I got really spiritually lost for about 10 years. Um, I thought I found God again, but it was, uh, it was a more Gnostic kind of line of thinking, which is like, <laughs> which looking back now, I'm like, Oh man, that's not good. That's <laughs> not a good line of thinking. So I, uh, I got away from that, became an atheist again. Um, got into meditation. I got into the Kabbalah. Um, occultism, mysticism, um, thinking that I could gain knowledge myself through psychedelics, through meditation, all that kind of stuff. And um, it wasn't until I was about 24 when everything kind of crashed down in my life um, that I began to realize that there probably was a higher being watching over me because I got through a lot of stuff kind of unscathed really hmm. um, physically unscathed, maybe not mentally, but <laughs> um, uh, it sounds like you went through some traumatizing experiences um, that could have resulted uh, much worse than th the results of which could have been much worse than they turned out to be. Exactly. And it sounds like you kind of got thinking, you know, somebody's looking out for me through all yeah, this. Exactly. That's, perfectly said because um you know i this i'm just gonna say it. this one time uh, i i went to well my hometown and i went to a bar and i started drinking and i uh, blacked out and i stumbled out 
of the bar and for about five to six hours i just wandered around um blacking out in and out and it was probably the most terrifying experience of my life um it made me really think afterwards that somebody actually was looking after me like i was alone that whole time and my roommate ended up finding me and um i didn't want to live anymore i i was in the lowest part of my life and um my best friend still my best friend today she uh she helped me through it she brought me back to the apartment she um she was kind of freaked out a little bit obviously but she uh she was very understanding and you know gave me water gave me something to eat all that kind of stuff and i uh about a few months later i went to therapy and went to counseling and i had to go into inpatient so for about a week i was learning about you know god i was learning about um different ways of thinking and it really sparked me on the path to finding god again like when i was a kid um, i used to be able to talk to him all the time and i felt a deep connection and it wasn't until i was about 24 that that started or 23 that started to change and um after that experience i I thought I was a Baptist, you know, I thought I was a Catholic. I went to looking into the Anglican community. I looked into um, Lutheran. I, I looked into a lot of different kinds of Christianity and none of them made me feel like I did when I was a kid. I got into, well, okay, let me back up a little bit. I got into the occult probably when I was about 16 years old. Okay. Uh, I started, well, it turned into Luciferianism, but at first it was, it was just magical thinking, thinking that I had control over my life completely, that it was up to me. It was all about me, you know, like I was in control. I had the power to change my life. And, um, it turned into Gnosticism, like I said, but it turned, it eventually turned into me worshiping the wrong God. I was worshiping Lucifer. I was praying to him. I was writing down sigils. I was doing all these things that you're supposed to do in that church to um, define happiness, basically, because it promised happiness and peace. But I was getting worse. Hmm. I was mentally getting worse, and I was pretending that I was getting better. I feel like I feel like your journey is building towards something. Like yeah. you, you've been through all these ups and downs, through all in and out of all these different faiths. Um, how did you find our faith? So uh, I was working as a caregiver over in Eastern Washington, actually in Idaho at this point, um, kind of on the border of Idaho and Washington. And I, um, I was working in a nursing home and uh, I found like this, my heart was opening to, I was, I was working with dementia patients and um, I realized that my, my patients like me being able to sit for long periods of time, my my love was growing, my anxiety was going away, and I realized like I'm right where I'm supposed to be. And um, that job didn't work out for a few reasons, so I ended up doing in-home caregiving, caring for this boy with uh, cerebral palsy, and they were Mormons, and uh, his mom, you know, was like, "Hey." do you believe in God? And I'm like, yeah, I, cause at that point I, I did believe in God. It was just a, 
my own version of what I thought God was. And um, she was like, hey, have you heard of the Book of Mormon? Have you read that? Like, no, I haven't. I actually knew nothing about like the Book of Mormon at that point. Uh, so you hadn't been taught, like a lot of people growing up in different faiths are like taught to avoid it or to, you know, they're told different negative things about our faith. Did that happen to you or were you just completely oblivious to, um, to our faith? Honestly, my grandma was like, stay away from Mormonism when I was a kid. She, she did say that. And yeah. um, I just always kind of stayed away from like, I lumped you. Okay. So this is, <laughs> I lumped you guys in with like other religions. So I lumped you guys in with the same, um view as like scientologists because that that level mm. of like that level of <laughs> of rejection and um it wasn't until you know um, this boy's mom she opened up the book of mormon and started reading it to me and it just like it's like what that's what it says that's that's what you believe like you believe that because my mom always told me there were three different levels of heaven and that's just something I always believed in. I don't know. She doesn't know where it came from. Hmm. She does like, I don't know where it came from. And it was just, so I always believed that. And I, when I heard that, when I heard her say that, that there's three degrees of glory, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> like That I sounds kind familiar. Of, yeah. That sounds really familiar. And it just, um, when I heard Joseph Smith's story about him struggling to find the right church. And when I heard that, uh, God spoke to him directly, uh, it just hit me different. I when I actually heard it coming from somebody who has this conviction about it, I don't know. It made me feel like I was a kid again. Like it made me feel like I had a connection with God immediately when she was talking about it. And I was like, oh, I got to get myself one of these books. <laughs> um, she gave one to me. I'm sure she did. <laughs> yeah, and she. Uh, we talked about it for months. You know, every single time I would go over and help her kid, like do what we need to do. You know, get him ready for school. Uh, after that, we would just talk. She would read stuff to me. She um, she really was doing missionary work just with me, you know, and it felt right. It felt like I was home again. It felt like I found like this peace within me when she was talking about the Book of Mormon and just reading from it. And she was like, okay, pray to God, ask him if this is the true church. And whatever you feel in your heart, like if it feels, if you feel like convicted about it if you feel like it is actual truth that is speaking to you then it's the right church for you you know it's the right church and i uh i started reading the book of mormon i started i didn't read the whole thing but uh i got kind of antsy with it uh, i'm not good with <laughs> with reading full books so um i have to usually like open up to a random chapter and like read and see what it has to say and um, it wasn't until i got into the doctrine of covenants that's where the true magic started happening for me because um, I always thought like, what is God? You know, is he the Trinity? Is he, you know, is he just one mystical omnipotent being that I can't understand that he's just like too alien for me to feel connected to? Like, that's what it felt like. Like when I was into Catholics and the Lutheran church and all that stuff, it didn't really speak to me. I felt like God wasn't personal, you know? Yeah. It's and, hard to have a, a connection with a being that, like uh, you, you can't even can't even visualize what that being is, you know? Exactly, exactly. And it just it didn't speak to me at all. And it's just 
it wasn't good. <laughs> um, but it wasn't until she said that God had a body of flesh and bone and that he was a, a resurrected being, a glorified being um, that I could communicate to because of Jesus, you know, because of his son. And um, it just made me, I don't know, everything that I was, all of my questions that I had about theology, about religion were being answered yeah. every time I opened the Book of Mormon or the Doctrine of Covenants, it would all be answered. And I'm like, wow, like I always wondered, did people become angels or like, what is, what is going on there? And Doctrine of Covenants has some answers uh, saying that angels, you know, I don't know, I don't have to tell you, but <laughs> angels are like glorified beings as well um, or resurrected beings, I guess. And that's interesting to me because I, I, my mom always told me that two things, we existed before we were born in heaven with God. And um, some people become angels. And I thought that was interesting. Because Sounds like she had some missionaries visit her at some point or something. She, I'm going to have to ask her about that because I don't know. It's strange because she just would tell me these things. And I, when I was a kid, I believed it. And so, you know, I'll have to ask her about the missionary thing. I, um, I know, I know some missionaries have come to visit her, but I don't know if they were Mormons or not. Yeah. Cause, cause pre-mortality, I mean, that's not something that a lot of faiths believe in. And it's so interesting. Like it, it's hard for, for members who have grown up in the church. We don't realize this as much, but like, there's so many things like that you're talking about that are different from mainstream Christianity or, or Catholicism, who I also consider Christian, but right story. Um, <laughs> but there are things like you hear about them and you're like, oh, that's different. Oh, but that makes a lot of sense, actually. Right. And and that's something that I love about our faith is that, you know, so there there have been so many moments where things have just clicked. And you're like, oh, of course, that's the way it is. Like that, that makes complete sense. I was reading parts of it in the doctrines of covenants. And I started to feel this overwhelming feeling of joy. I don't know how to explain it. Um, it was like, cause I deal with a lot of depression. I, um, I was diagnosed with bipolar a few years ago and, uh, depression has been a huge part of my life. I'm just dealing with really low moods, um, suicidal thoughts, a lot of bad stuff. And one time I was living alone. I wasn't around my family. Didn't know, have any friends in the place I was at. Didn't know anybody. Um, this is, you can cut this out if you want, but, uh, I was kind of done with life. I, didn't want to live anymore. So I was planning on taking my life and I asked God, I was like, if you're not going to take away my depression, I will. Mm. And <laughs> what was, uh, Oh man. <laughs> um, what was cool is that it went away. My depression not completely. I still deal with it all the time, but my depression went away that moment. I asked him that it just went away. I felt joy. I called my mom. I started freaking out, started crying. And I was like, God was listening to me. You know, he actually does listen to us and prayer does help. And it's from that moment, 
I just never stopped praying. I pray every single day because I know that he won't always take it away, but he will occasionally take it away. And I think my, my mental illness now to me, like before I thought I was like, I was seeing myself as a victim and I didn't understand why I was suffering so much. But now the reason why I want to become a chaplain is I think that God puts us through certain things to try to make us help people in similar situations. You know, like if we can trust him in our darkest moments and it, and it actually helps, you know, you can spread that message to other people and you can possibly help others in the same way that others have helped me and God has helped me. So I, that's kind of where my story led to was that moment. And that's like the biggest moment that's ever happened with me with the connection to God. It was, it was mind blowing. <laughs> it's, it's fascinating that you bring that up. I don't know. Did you know that the book of Mormon agrees with you on, on that? It talks about how God gives us weaknesses so that we can, uh, so that, so that we're humble one, but also so that those weaknesses eventually can become strengths in our lives. Ow. It sounds like that's what you're describing to me is that you've gone through these rough times, but now because of those rough times, you're able to help people through, uh, through similar situations. I did not know the Mormon, <laughs> the book of Mormon said that you just gave me chills. I'll have to send you the verse. I think it's in the, in the book of ether, but yeah, I'll send it to you. But yeah, it's one, sweet. Of, one of my favorite, favorite teachings from the book of Mormon. You know, I have more hope than I ever have in my life. And, um, all, all, all of it is from you guys, like from the LDS community. It's like, I can feel your non judgment towards me. And I think that's important to like, listen to people wholeheartedly without outwardly like mocking them or judging them or anything like that. And that's, that's what I found with the Mormon community, you know, like no one is going to judge me at least not tell me that they're judging me. But, you know what I mean? <laughs> we'll just do a binder back. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, but, it's, no I I, but I'm glad that you found that in, in your, your congregation. I, of course they're, they're, imperfect people all over the place and and there are people that feel differently than you do about their you know wards and stuff but right but obviously like we're we're trying to practice what we preach and, exactly. and what we're preaching is you know love others as as god loves us you know i uh like i said like i said earlier a little bit i dealt with alcoholism and um i went to aa and I didn't do any of the steps. Like I, I literally did the first step and then skipped to the eighth one. And I was like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> and uh, it was not a good idea because I struggled immensely after that. Um, I ended up going back, doing the full steps. And that really did help me find some connection with the divine being. But I will always remember, I won't say her name, but the, the woman that taught me about the Book of Mormon, like I'll always remember her because she just shifted my life in a completely new direction without even realizing that's what she was doing. She, yeah. uh, cause she didn't know about my struggles, my problems. She didn't, she was just spreading the good word. And I was like, man, 
she doesn't realize how much she's changed. If I could talk to her today, I would definitely give her a big, big hug. Because, um, I don't know. I just, I feel grateful that people actually care enough to care for others, you know? Yeah. Cause I have a pretty negative outlook on life. Yeah. For quite some time, but, um, it's looking up, you know, love to hear it. And it sounds like it, what I love about this story is it sounds like this, this woman, uh, was normal about it like like in the in our faith we we emphasize you know member missionary work like talk about your faith with people and we oftentimes get freaked out by that because we think that it means we have to go knocking on people's doors or just be like stiff and formal and like with a book of mormon in our hand but it sounded like she was just like hey man so do you believe in god uh what's you know what's your background have you heard of the book of mormon and it, it sounds like it, she didn't put a lot of pressure on you or put you in a tough spot no. with, with how she approached it. She, she really didn't. She made me feel open to ask questions. Um, you know, I saw uh, the modern prophet on her wall and I was like, who's that? Like, who's that guy? And she told me about him and she was like, look up, you know, go on. I forget what website it was, but go on this website and, you know, you'll read about him and know kind of who the prophets are and um everything that he said really vibed with me it was amazing i i downloaded the app um the gallery of latter-day saints i forget what the app is called the, but it's the gospel library yeah app. yeah and um i was looking through that and listening to the conferences and then i realized that oh wow i can learn all about this theology without having to go to eight years of like school I will go to school for however long this takes me to learn about the LDS theology. But I mean, like, I don't have to pay so much money like that. You're telling me that this stuff is free. They work for free. They don't like the yeah, police no. don't get paid. <laughs> That's amazing. Like, like they actually care, you know, my biggest um, point for rejecting Christianity in the past was saying like, well, God allows all this suffering and then he just sends us to hell. Mm. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense to me. And it never did. And that's why I rejected most of it. And it wasn't, wasn't until I learned about the three de degrees of glory and that God is actually more compassionate, more loving than we ever could imagine. And that he won't send us to hell just for suffering, you know, <laughs> for feeling bad for drinking for stuff like that. I mean, depends on what you mean like the, the spirit world or the third the third heaven or whatever you want to call it is can be hell i guess because yeah you, get, you got to pay for what you've done yourself and that could be not good but the fact that it's not forever is what really got me it's like okay so he is loving he is compassionate he's not going to let us suffer forever you know yeah and even if you do end up in the lowest of the three kingdoms of glory, and even if you are there forever, it's still infinitely better than, you know, what we have here. And it's right. not this, you know, fiery pit where you've got demons poking you and, and you're just, you know, suffering all the time. And that's what I was taught. You know, my, I don't mean to talk ill will of my grandma. She's very she struggles with mental illness a lot. So I, I get why she believes some of the things she believes, but she would always tell me that when I was a kid, like, if you get a tattoo, you're going to hell. If you like all this stuff and 
it just didn't vibe with me. I couldn't understand. I was like, if my parents will give me more than second chances to make things right, then that why means they're God. My, yeah. Why wouldn't God? And um, it just blew my mind and it continues to blow my mind. What I keep learning every single time I open the book of Mormon, it's uh and I started watching the videos on YouTube that they have of the book of Mormon. Mm-hmm. And that really helped me visualize it and put it in like a frame yeah. to where when I read the book, I would actually be able to visualize what's going on. Yeah. And um, like I said, it just keeps, it keeps me on a level playing field to where I'm not so depressed all the time. Mm. So, I've, so why the heck aren't you baptized, man? What's going on there? So I, uh, <laughs> um, I was living in Pullman, Washington for a while, and um, I was trying to find a job there, got an apartment, had a job for with caregiving, had this mental crisis, um, which actually was one that I was talking about earlier, but uh, I had a mental crisis that uh, really set me back and I couldn't work anymore. And so I had to move back to my hometown. And so the church I was involved with, with in Pullman, I was going to get baptized at, um, but I had to move. Mm. So now I'm back in Longview, Longview, Washington. And I'm, I'm trying to find a place, a church. And once I do and get associated with them, learn a little bit more. Um, yeah, I definitely want to be baptized with it. Well, I mean, I don't know how long it takes, but yeah. Uh, Within the next few months, I want to be baptized. I feel like it's time, you know. Have the missionaries met up with you in your new location? Yet? No, uh, no, I haven't. Honestly, like it was a few days ago, I moved back and um, I haven't reached out to any missionaries here yet. Um, after this conversation, I will. That's for sure. Uh, if you run into any obstacles, let me know and I'll get you get you connected. Oh, thank you. I don't know. Are you familiar with the meeting house locator tool? on mm-hmm. the church's website you just put in your your address and it tells you exactly where the church building is and what ward you belong to and um anyways we can we can talk about that off camera but i'll okay, I'll, cool. I'll I'll get you hooked up oh sweet man thank you sure I appreciate it. one last question that i have is yeah. it sounds like you've been through a lot of different faiths baptist faith catholic faith hindu faith buddhist faith luciferian faith is the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints going to end up just as another item on this list that's what you know that's what i thought when i first started talking to this this lady and you know i was like oh it's just another faith it's just another idea i don't know how to explain it um other than like i feel like i'm being spoke like I'm being shared secrets. I'm being spoken. Like I'm being, I'm being told truth for the first time. And I feel more of a conviction towards God. I'm talking to him every day. I feel like he's, we are literal children of God. I feel like I don't just feel that. I feel like I know it now. Like it's kind of weird. I, I feel like it's more of a knowing that God is actually there, that Jesus Christ is his actual son. We're his children. He cares for us. We had a plan for us. Um, I've never felt this way with any of the of the other faiths. I had to ignore parts I didn't agree with mm. and just make up my own version of it in my head. Mm. 
And I don't feel the need to do that with this. I feel like every time I read it, I'm being told a secret. I'm being told like, hey, this is how it actually is. All the other faiths brought you to here. Don't go back to the other faiths. You are right where you need to where you need to be. And that's kind of how I feel now. And I think it's different because I've never felt this way before. All right, Zach. Well, thank you for that. Um, you've been great. Uh, I'm excited for what the future holds for you. And uh, to all of our viewers, if you've got questions for Zach, drop them in the comments section. And we will see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.